Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Many of you have been faithful listeners and givers for the eight awesome years of this podcast, and we so appreciate you. We're taking a little break in order to redesign our podcast. In the meantime, we're putting up some of our favorite, most listened to episodes. We hope they encourage you to apply grace to your daily life. This episode is from our fresh and favorite series. Listen in. Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Amen. So, uh, David, you and John, you're taking off. We're, yeah, we're where, going up where to, are you headed? We're going up to Colorado. Colorado. Where, where are we going to be? Like a Young Life camp? Yeah. Yeah, Crooked Creek. Crooked Creek. Yep. Yeah. Terrific. To, to Beautiful. To the Woodman Valley. Woodman Valley. Yes. Is this a closed thing? Can we say to anybody in Colorado they could come if they are a guy? <laughs> or is it closed? Uh, I think that they could sign up if they, they wanted to. They, and they got up. in touch with the right people. All I'm right. Somebody sure at Woodman Valley. Is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoever that is. Okay. Bill and I went and did this two or three years ago. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And was had wonderful. a good time. There's a fox up there. And it will come up and eat popcorn out of your hand. A fox. And that's the only reason I'm going back. I wow. just happen wow. to really like foxes, and that's John. That's and you fun. think it'll be there? Oh, it'll there be there. You go. You get it'll a be there. It must the be there. Yeah. It's the first Terrific. time I'd ever seen a fox on the snow smell out something, jump high in the air, and stick his nose down into the snow and come out with a rodent. Really? It was like something off of a... National Geographic movie. It was amazing see, to watch them awesome. do that. I'm going to do that with some popcorn, and then we'll see that. Camp. At Crooked Creek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for joining us yeah. today. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Outstanding Fox <laughs> stories. <laughs> I don't have to be interesting. You know, I'm just here for saying stuff. Well, we want you to read some stuff, okay? I some can do that. fresh and favorite yeah. verses. Uh-huh. Well, we're in Romans 5, and we're going to start in verse 1 and go through verse 5. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we exult in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance proven character, and proven character hope. And hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. You know, I don't think I've ever seen before is you've got right in those first two verses the reformation of justification and the reformation of sanctification right there together. Oh, my gosh. This grace in which we stand and we exalt and hope in the glory of God. And what I love about this passage, you guys, and there's so much in here, is he talks about how we exalt, not in the having tribulations, but in what they do, in the result of tribulations, knowing that they bring about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character. And I've always thought about that. Like, why, why would I want to, why would a God want me to prove my character to him? So there's so much in this that has to do with Proving character to who? To the people that he will allow me to have influence in their lives. That you are someone to be trusted because God has done something in you. And then proven to myself that that, that this is for real. I'm not a phony. I'm someone who can care for you. And all of that uh, brings me hope that God 
is doing something in my life and that it is counted in that he did something with all that pain. He did something with those uh, tribulations that I never understood in the moment. He did something so magnificently powerful that others around me will get to see mm. and I'll get to see. Oh, gosh. And that, that, that gives us incredible hope that Amen. My, my life counts and matters and has a future. Amen. So I love that we we stand in this grace. That we we exult in hope in the glory of God. This introduction by faith into this grace that allows us to stand up. Grace allows us to stand up in the hardest times. Just a beautiful, beautiful passage. That's a, it's a go to for me. Amen, John. Part part of it is that reality that he's talking about a process of our maturing. Yeah. He's talking about something that's happening in me because I stand in grace. Yeah. Because I've been justified by grace. Because I am not who I used to be. That's right. I mature. And he ends it, uh, our, my translation says this, and hope does not put us to shame. Hmm. Uh, I, I like that because the, the result is that in the past... All of my effort caused me to fail and remind me of my shame. Yeah. Constantly being reminded I'm not enough. But this hope, because of who I am in Christ, will never bring me to that place of shame. Mm-hmm. Ever. It's, it's, it's not only okay what you said. It's necessary for us to believe that we are in Christ, this person. I just met with a couple of people in this tragic reality that our inability to trust others often is in the root of our inability to trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and therefore, because of our shame, it keeps defining us. And mm-hmm. here he's saying, amen, John, to what you started with. Look, there is the reality that I am justified by grace, but I also live in grace because of who Christ made me. Amen. Just got to keep believing that. That gives me the ability someday to actually be able to trust who I really am. Now that's it's powerful a powerful truth. Fascinating reality that there's tens of thousands of books written on justification. As beautiful as it is, we're looking at sanctification here. We're looking at the working out Amen. of grace. And, and how to live our life in it. Uh, very few books written on that. Very few scholarly books written on that. Uh, it's, it, I think it's one of the things that is part of the Reformation is that there will be more scholarly works starting to come out on sanctification by grace. Yes. And they will confirm that Jesus has borne our shame. He Amen. has taken our shame. Amen. And he has made us holy. Therefore, the Holy Spirit, as it says here, can be given to us, can live in us. Amen, Bruce. I like, too, that in this in this verse um, about uh, tribulation that you read, David, mm-hmm. that uh, some of the translations say not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings uh, instead of yeah. tribulation. Yeah. Both, both are, are fine translations. And some of those sufferings, in fact, much of those sufferings are not the sufferings of a car accident or cancer or whatever things that are out yeah. of our control that come our way, but they are the sufferings because we stand in this grace of making choices that we pay a price for. 
choices of integrity that we pay a price for. And we don't rejoice in having to pay the price, but we can stand in this grace, in this strength, and make those kind of choices that cause us to pay a price, to suffer. And as a result of that strength, we get to see this maturing process that it does produce more endurance. It's that exaltation from Philippians 2. Absolutely. It's it's the top of our ladder. Amen. Amen. Well said, Bruce. He ends this with so much hope because he says, God's love has been poured into our hearts. (laughs) God's love poured into our hearts because of who we are in Christ. Through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us, which Bruce just referred to, that that, um, the dynamic of grace, there are grace words here. The dynamic of grace is a dynamic of love. Mm. It's a dynamic of of love. It's a dynamic Mm. of living without shame. It's, it's, It's understanding. This is the great hurdle for so many people. They really do not believe God loves them. They just don't believe it. They're not lovable. Therefore, God must not love them. But he says his love is poured into our hearts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I keep thinking of our last podcast, Hebrews 4, 14 through 16, that, you know, we enter boldly into his throne room of grace. And I keep thinking about how we we get to stand in there at all times. We're never so destitute that we're getting kicked out. We're never, the bank account's never empty. We always... Kind of like what you talk about a lot of times, uh, Bill, you say we have place Mm -hmm. with Christ. We have place that is irrevocable, irrefutable. It cannot be taken away. And so we have a hope that cannot be taken away. We have a place that cannot be taken away. We have a love that cannot be taken away. And that that can combat shame because Mm -hmm. shame wants to say you don't have a place. You don't have, you know, all of these things. So if you didn't listen to that podcast... One week ago, that was a great one for me. Well, you guys, we hope in these realities, these truths of God's grace. And we pray that it will give you a lot of hope this week. And we'll see you next week on the True Face Podcast. Love being here with you. Thank you. Tell you all about the fox. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the True Face Podcast. If you would like to join the many listeners who support True Face financially, or sign up for our monthly newsletter, please visit trueface.org. If you'd like to read the materials these podcasts reference, visit trueface.store.